0: Two, from a particular point of view. Hi, I'm Dale. This is a podcast where we dig through the garbage and look at American life and times from a perspective of faith. There's only one God, man, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. We're on a mission from God. Politics. Why should I trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away? An elected legislature can trample a man's rights as easily as a king can. Entertainment. What we've got here is... Failure to communicate. Some men you just can't reach. So you get what we had here last week, which is the way he wants it. Well, he gets it. I don't like it any more than you, man. And nerd. I'm a nerd. I'm pretty proud of it. It will test your head and your mind and your brain, too. Why are you here? There must be a reason for you to be here. Yes, I'm here to fight for truth and justice in the American way. How dare you? How dare you? Lighten up, Francis. we 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Get off my lawn. So sit back, literally or figuratively, and enjoy American life and times from a particular point of view. Hello everyone. This is Dale. Welcome to from a particular point of view. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. That's a, it's a classic. It uh, never gets tiring, does it? To that, that's your fart on whatever her name was. I don't remember what her name is right now, but that really backfired on her. Oh my gosh, it certainly did. Anyway, so with that out of the way, uh, again, uh, yeah, this is Dale. This is from a particular point of view. Uh, For those um, who are watching this on video, uh, my apologies. I do have a face for radio or a face for podcasting. At least, you know, voice, you know, sound podcast. So, uh, (laughs) it's a joke, of course. Anyway, uh, so today is, um, wow, well, this week, more or less, As per normal, we're going to go through um, some of the news stories that I deemed worthy, in my most humble opinion or something. Uh, um, Aside from the ones you've already heard um, about what's going on, um, this has been a really interesting week uh, for, well, I guess it depends on what side of the branch you're on as to whether it was super awesome or dumb or stupid or, well, anything with former Vice President Joe Biden illegally in the White House, my opinion, of course, strictly my opinion, uh, anything that he does is either lying or he screws it up. In many cases, both. Um, so with that, <coughs> the news bits, of course, for uh, for this week. Um, this was what got me. Now, when Roe versus Wade was overturned, now Roe... V. Wade did not um, make it illegal to get an abortion. That is not what that was at all. What Roe v. Wade did was hand the right, or the anyway, hand the choice of abortion back to the states where it belongs. It is a state's rights issue. If it's not in the Constitution, it's a state's rights issue. And I can guarantee you that abortion is not in the Constitution, not in the Bill of Rights, none of that stuff. So it goes back to the states. Oddly enough, I've been hearing on the news about federal judges suing states for putting bans on abortions. They can't do that, can they? I mean, after all, that's what Roe v. Wade was supposed to do, was hand it back to the states. And now federal judges are prohibiting that from happening. That doesn't seem right, at least not to me. Uh, Any questions on that, or anything I'm doing out tonight? uh, Comments, questions, responses—you know, any anything like that—you can email me at watercoolercomments at hotmail.com or watercoolercomments at gmail.com. So yeah, uh, to me, it's kind of weird having federal judges put bans on the banning of abortions because it just anyway because that's what. Roe v. Wade did was hand it back to the states to them, let them have it. I mean, if you don't want abortion, fine. Make it illegal. If you want to have abortion up to and post-birth, well, do it. Like those idiot Democrat states do. You know, as I heard, there's, I think New York, um, California thought about it, I think Oregon thought about it, about having a time where I think there was some Democrat lawmaker, very progressive, very weird, nuts, evil, said that she wanted an abortion bill that would extend abortion even up to several minutes past birth. So when Democrats officially um, deem life is life, I don't know. I don't think I don't think they know. Anyway, <clears throat> um, I heard on the radio on Fox News Radio uh, recently that Facebook suspend I don't know if they suspended or deleted. I'm not sure which one it was, but they uh, they they did something to the Facebook accounts of thousands of Proud Boy members. Uh, calling them, I think, ultra-right racist hate groups or something like that. I think that's what they called them. Anyway, ultra-right, of course I'm going to say ultra-right, because Facebook is a bunch of morons. Uh, progressive idiots. It's I've never seen so much crap on Facebook. The only thing worse, I think, than Facebook is is Twitter. Twitter is just garbage. No wonder why Elon Musk didn't want to buy it. It just ah, uh, you know, when somebody said somebody will say something to it, especially if you're conservative, especially if you are a, a conservative leader, and somebody he that whoever it is posts something, and then you, you follow the threads, and most of the threads are just downright nasty, evil words. It's like wow, you you kiss your mom with that mouth, and just oh, it's terrible. But anyway, the, the Proud Boys, I I don't go to their meetings. I've met a few of them. I've I've walked with them in rallies. Um, they are awesome people, from what I gather. They do carry weapons around the street, which they have the legal rights to do that, and they proudly boast and hold up the American flag, their states flag, and their Proud Boys flag. There's nothing wrong with that. So, if that means by the progressives' eye that, um, that being a ultra right. Radical racist means being a patriot? Okay, I guess. I mean, if that's the way you want to put it. I mean, we know what most progressives and liberals think of America. They hate America. You want proof? Look around you. Duh. Anyway. Uh, and this came out, um, oh, geez, earlier this week. Uh, Lord Fauci, Lord Anthony Fauci, His Royal Majesty, Um yeah. Uh, apparently he's retiring from public service at least as from his poor as from his, uh, his his position as um, what the president's medical counselor or something like that. And he, so he's retiring he's not retiring as a doctor but more as a, um, I guess as a counsel to the president. So he's retiring as the counsel from President Trump because Biden's not our president. My opinion, of course. <laughs> anyway, um, he's going to go pursue other medical issues and stuff. It's like, so what does that even mean? Does that mean you're going to look into your gain of function research again and look for more biological weapons to kill more people and to throw United States into more and the world into more of a chaotic hellhole? I mean, that's right, right. That's what I'm hearing, anyway. Anyway, uh, so maybe, yeah, I don't know. Um, we got what else we got here? Um, oh yeah, I've been hearing about this. I've been hearing from. I think CBS said that um, recently. I think this last week, um, the jobs not the jobs numbers were down. Now more people are working than even before the pandemic. That's what they're saying. It's like really, how come in the couple of towns I go through, I'm still seeing help wanted signs? I go to a restaurant and they say, please forgive us, we are very short staffed. Please, if you can wait a little bit longer, that'd be great because we don't have anybody. Um, I know that I've talked, spoke to some business people that say that, um, well, I, I have a buddy of mine who works as a, as a cook in a restaurant. And it, it, I guess he pro- his boss or the guy who owns the place said, well, I promise to, finger quotes, retire you from this job once we get some, some help in. Well, I guess he found somebody and he was getting ready to retire him and then the guy quit. Or whoever it was, not a guy, girl, whoever it was, but these people can't hold a job. That's what happens. See, this is socialism in the making. When the government gives you money that's not theirs, um, it's, get, it's redistribution of wealth. You take from, well, not really the rich either. Well, take from me. And if you work, you pay taxes, take it from you. The government takes from us and gives the people who don't need it, who don't want, they gives the people who don't deserve it. So, yeah, they were brag, they were boasting about how the numbers are down pre-pandemic. It's like, no, they're not. And since when? I mean, there's still people out there, businesses, screaming for employees. That wasn't like that before the pandemic. So anyway, yeah, you know, media wrong again, but they're always wrong. That's why, as those who know me, know what I feel about the media and perhaps one of these days I'll do another podcast about my disdain for the media. And I mean all media. I mean radio, TV, reduced um, paper, you name it. If it's if it's got an alphabet network to it, a liberal network, it, they're lying. I mean, even Fox News has been doing a lot of that recently. It's terrible. Because I, I used to like Fox News. I really did. Now I, I, the only reason I listen to them is for their little. I listen to them for the same reason I listen to CBS News on my radio. You know, when I'm at work, just to hear what the other side's saying. Because I mean, every now and again, CBS or Fox News will throw a little piece of, um, you know, uh, of something. Oh, well, like um, let's see. Um, oh yeah, like this. Um, Biden. Um, <clears throat> he recently signed a bill. Um, an executive order, I guess, to forgive um, the the debt of up to of up to a ten thousand dollars per student per, per student debt. And the interesting thing about this is, with CBS News, they actually recorded, they actually aired, not live of course, and recorded two, maybe three people just elated. Oh my gosh, I can finally be free of my financial debt. Yes, this is great. And that's all they'd show. CBS News. So they're liberal crap. Anyway, Fox News, they at least sometimes would throw in, well, Republicans don't like it because we can't afford it and we can't. And blah 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 blah. But for the most part they, they're leading strongly left. The Fox News isn't quite as left as you know as bad left as, as CBS, but they're I think that they're trying to fight for it. between C B S and well, the network uh, the, the alphabet network, ABC, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, and you get the idea. You, PBS, it's all crap, and Fox is no, you know, too far behind. Um, I think the only one I'm really watching now to get anything at all to it is Newsmax. That's getting, that's getting kind of popular, I guess. So yeah, that's I recommend going Newsmax if you want some news that's not. I mean, yeah, they have their bias too. But when you go so far left, some bias brings you maybe a little more in the center, maybe. Because right now it's just nuts. Anyway, um, let's see what else we got down here. Um, oh yeah, I was going to say also on this one here on the, the on the, uh, the the bill for the, uh, act here on uh, forgiving. That, well, this is what Nancy Pelosi said about... Because apparently the president cannot forgive debt. He just can't do it. So, oh, I know what I did. I I didn't turn up the speaker. How silly of me. Okay, let's try this again. He does not. He can postpone. He can delay. But he does not have that power. That That has to be an act of Congress. Hear that? The president... And this was actually was posted. Um, this was posted last year. So uh, yes, Biden was still you know, he was in office, unfortunately, illegally. My opinion, of course. Um, and Nancy Pelosi is still saying right there that the president cannot make that happen. He can postpone. He can pause. But that responsibility falls toward Congress the President cannot do it. even his little buddy Nancy Pelosi you people in Frisco, what's wrong with you? you elected that thing again? Uh, is that too much uh, salty sea air from the, from the bay? Is Alcatraz getting in you know, the old decrepit Alcatraz is that seeking into your brain what, what's wrong with you people? Anyway. So um, another thing that came out I thought that was kind of interesting is um, my news page down here, my little notes. Um, <laughs> do you know who Ashley Biden is? Yeah, neither did I. Um, not until today. And actually the news little little radio show I was listening to described who she was. Apparently she's the youngest daughter of Biden. The, the funny thing is, I thought Biden had just had two boys and that was it. He had, what, Bo Biden who died cancer or something? Which just sucks, but okay. And then, of course, everybody knows about Hunter. No. Uh, under Biden, that he's a real piece of work. Anyway, apparently he has a um, Ashley Biden. It's his youngest daughter, and uh, apparently she used to live in this house where she kept a journal. And somebody moved in, and they found this journal, Ashley Biden's journal, which has in it some incriminating words. Uh, apparently, um, Ashley and her daddy, you know, uh, the former vice president Joe Biden. They've actually, I guess, had some somewhat inappropriate showers together. Um, They did some inappropriate things. It didn't really go into detail what it was. Well, the people who found this, I guess, actually brought it to the Trump campaign, the Trump group, the Trump people, to say, Hey, we look at what we got here. Maybe you can use this into your campaign. And oddly enough, the Trump group said, No, we're not going to take that. No, why don't you... uh, Take it somewhere else. That's may because it might be official. Uh, Who knows how many secrets are in there? So we know you take it to some place who you know, like the FBI, whatever. And they were telling me that they were saying this on the radio earlier today. My first thought was, no, not FBI, no, no, not them. Anybody but them, not FBI. They took it to the FBI, and guess what happened? They got arrested. I heard that they got arrested for taking documents, um, secret documents, across state line, and they arrested the people for doing that. (sighs) <sighs> Real, what does that tell you, people? I mean, <laughs> oh man, that's just insane. And finally, it's um, it's. I think I have down here. Let's scroll a little bit further. Did I put anything else down? No, I didn't. Okay. And finally, the last thing, which is still the big thing in the news for the last several weeks, is the media and the Dems are still trying to go after Trump now at Mar-a-Lago about anything. Um, Their raid to find documents at Mar-a-Lago is purely political. I guarantee you it's political. You know, because they were up there, what, in March or April looking for documents, and Trump says, hey, go ahead, man. Hey, come on, have a cup of coffee. Can I get you something? Documents, paperwork? Oh, yeah, sure, here you go. And so I, I've heard conflicting stories of they did take some, I guess, paperwork, some documents, that were, like, super important. But the funny thing is that when you're president, you can declassify documents. As I understand it from several speakers I've heard the last few days, is that it's the power the president has, you can actually declassify documents. And apparently now, maybe the ones he declassified, now the new president, of course, well, allegedly, classified them again as top secret. Hmm, go figure that. And why did he do it now instead of way back then? Um, and I, well, I guess either what I was hearing was that part of that was, okay, he, yeah, go ahead and take them, or he says, well, these documents need to be secured. So here, put them in this, you know. Well, he says, what about this room? Well, that room is fine. You just need more locks. So I put more locks on there. Okay, you're good to go. Fine. We're out of here. And why doing it now? I mean, this is just before the November elections. Hmm. And there's a strong potential that that Trump will become biden's his main adversary his his competitor and you know the run again for the white House so does that seem a little odd to you? you know that's just anyway <laughs> so my main thing here today uh it just you know what what kind of got me um what was at the very beginning when when Biden illegally cheated and got the got into the white house my opinion of course my opinion strictly um, he told us something i think like this democracy has prevailed with unity we can do great things important things we can right wrongs we can put people to work in good jobs we can teach our children in safe schools we can overcome the deadly virus. We can reward reward work and rebuild the middle class and make health care secure for all. We can deliver racial justice and we can make America anyway, once again with unity. He said, "With unity, with unity, that's it. Unity, which which is great. I mean, that's probably one of the biggest hurdles any president has to overcome. Is the moment he steps into office, he has to he has to overcome." That, that barrier of just under half of the United States, the, of, the, of the country, considering the people, the, the person who did win who did win that seat, just under half of them either don't approve or just hate your guts. You know, that's just how it is, you know. And uh, Biden did not get 70 million votes. That's just ludicrous. Anyway, uh... But the funny thing is that again, um, we we know how we all know how Biden's true idea is when it comes to who he respects and who he doesn't. I don't respect these MAGA Republicans. Hear that? I don't respect these MAGA Republicans, Trump supporters. He doesn't respect us. Of course, he doesn't respect us. And us, I mean, even me too. I'm considering that. Now, granted. When Trump first came into the scene, I was a little apprehensive. Uh, I didn't—he was not my original choice. My original choice was, um, oh, who was that? Ben Carson and somebody else, I think. Ben Carson in Colerain Arena, I think. Um, I think that's when it was, or maybe before that. Anyway, Trump was not my first choice. I mean, I liked what he said, but when you're a politician, you say anything to get your job. You know, and you know, but then the primary came for Oregon, and everybody else dropped out. So it's like, okay, fine, I'll pick him. And the more he spoke, the more I mean, he did great things. I mean, everything about the country was doing great. The only thing that really didn't like it was, of course, the people who you know, and that's the thing is when he won, we spent four years of you know, the, the second, the second he put his hand on his Bible and swore in the sec, I mean, actually. Technically speaking, as I understand it, this all began the moment he came down the golden staircase or escalator, whatever you want to call it, and announced his presidency, his run for presidency. And right away, what the New York Times said, um, we got to impeach him, got to impeach him. It's like, well, can't you wait till he becomes president first? And then when he becomes president, we've got to impeach him, we got to impeach him, got to impeach him. Um, he hasn't done nothing yet. How can you impeach somebody who's been president for five minutes? And they spent the entire rest of the four years... Digging up everything they possibly can to impeach Trump, which, technically speaking, happened twice, although he didn't get out of office. And you know, it's this way: if um, I heard somebody say that Donald Trump is probably the cleanest man in the world with his background check, because you know, for four stinking, more than four years, what for five, six years, that the media, the Democrats, have been combing with a fine-tooth comb through every little tiny piece of information about Trump to find something to smear him so he won't get back in you know so either he won't get the president or when we come back in. Now if they if the media and the Dems did that with Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, Hillary Clinton, what do you think would happen? Remember those thirty three thousand emails that were illegally held at her home ranch under private servers? That you can't do that. I mean the president can, because it's as a president, he's got the authority to declassify and you know store them properly. But she wasn't president. She never was president. She'll never be president. And you can't just store classified emails at your personal ranch on your own personal server. It just that's not how it's supposed to go. But that's what she did. But yet, you know, and they even caught her at it. And she haven't admitted. Yes, I'm doing it. And I think what? Oh, who was that? Um, the, the the Attorney General at the time, I forget who the guy's name is right now, was even saying, well, yes, she's guilty, and yes, she has intent, but who in their right mind would persecute her for that? Doesn't that sound crazy to you? That a person can be so powerful in government that the people who actually held people accountable is too afraid to persecute them for doing something illegal? That's like... Her being—it's like the queen. If she was to be, I—I am sure of this. If she was to become president, um, and I'm still kind of wondering about with Biden, is that what would they do to make it so? To make them like king or queen, you know, for the rest of their lives. This is my fear right now. And you know, the the, the Democrats know they don't want unity; they want indivisible. Or they want divisibles. What they want? They want. They don't really care about Republicans. Republicans are, of course, not all of them are white. There are different color Republicans, but they don't like that. They don't. Like, they don't. That doesn't fit their narrative. So somebody like me, you know, your typical white male Christ, straight Christian, we are evil to them, and they need to take us out or something. Well, the best thing they can do to take us out is just by taking away our our people. Like, you know, when it comes to. Um, like voting, just make sure that another Republican gets in office, and that's part of the way there. Something else I was going to mention about too is my dislike of checking the boxes when it comes to political candidates. Uh, like the spokesman for for Biden, uh, what Pierre, whatever whatever heck her name is, she's not there because she has a degree in journalism. She's not there because she can write well. She can speak well which she can't, she is there for one reason and one reason only. Biden loves black women. I guess. I mean, he likes the progressive boxes. She checks three boxes. She's black, um, she's gay, and uh, she's a woman. And he, I mean, that checks his every box perfectly. Cause I, now, how many, let's see, um, how many white men has Biden had for press secretary? I don't think any. I forgot who was before... Uh, anyway, I forgot the person's name. I mean, uh, Trump had a few. Yes, he had a, quite a few, but most of the media handles Trump's or ha- handles Biden's uh, press secretary with, with kid gloves, putting it nicely. And they just they just skip all kinds of hell to the three or four press secretaries that Trump had. Now, something else I thought was interesting, too, when it comes to, and I've heard this on a radio or a podcast or something, that um, how odd it is that, that when Trump was in office, there was constant leaks. I mean, like when he made that call to, what, the president of Ukraine some years ago? What, hours after it was made, it was leaked. I mean, boom, it was leaked. Everything that was in there. Look, look what's being leaked out of, out of Biden's White House. No, nothing is leaked. Nothing. So you wonder how deep the swamp goes, there's a good part of it right there. It goes pretty cotton-picking and and deep. But no, uh, Biden doesn't want to bring the country together. He just said that because it's it's cute. You know, that's one thing you want to do is, it, as a president, I'm guessing, is that when you do win an election, you don't want to rub in people's faces. That just makes them more ticked off. But you want to try to bring people together. I mean, of course, for 30%, 40 50%, maybe a little under 50% of the people, you're going to have some very upset people. You know, uh, maybe just disappointed, not downright angry. You know, and, and that's going to happen. You know, no matter who wins, there's going to be some people who who don't like it. But the crazy thing is, is they because I remember them saying during a speech or during uh, I'm not sure if it was a speech or what, but um, is that they're saying about we need to get the get the, the adults back in charge, the adults. You remember the summer of love? Remember that in Democrat cities all over the country, how? Democrats, aka Antifa, aka Black Lives Matter, how they uh, had their right, their mostly peaceful riots. Who were the adults now? You know, Republicans, conservatives do not rally like that. We don't protest like that. Only liberals and progressives protest like that. Um, oh, speaking of Black Lives Matter, <laughs> I was telling a guy at work how that I thought uh, I thought that that once Biden. Illegally, in my opinion, got in office. That um, apparently, I was telling them, apparently, since the moment he stepped foot in the White House, that we would be completely healed as a nation from all hate. I mean, all hate, all racism gone. That's how powerful Joe Biden is. Why do I say that? Well, because, at least in my area, all the Black Lives Matter stuff went away. I mean, there is for about two or three months, a little town I drive through to get to work at my day job, the little town I drive through just before the election had Black Lives Matter protesters all of them white, or most of them white, um, on all four corners of the next section, holding up signs about ending hate and about how it's really evil to be a racist and, and, um, and uh, Black Lives Matter and this and that and the other and blah, 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 blah. Well, right after he became, you know, they made it known that he was elected, suddenly it all went away. So for the last, what, year and a half or so, there's been nothing. Well, this last week, something happened. I was really amazed to see... Uh, on every, on all four corners, at least one or two people on every corner, holding up signs about racism or whatever. And I was driving by in my vehicle, and and I didn't, I couldn't leave really, I just saw the one side that said racism. It's like, what? I I don't like racism either. What? What's what? And then I saw on, I saw, I, her t shirt. Her t shirt said Black Lives Matter. And I was like, now I wanted to flip her the bird, I really did, but thats I don't like doing that because it's not very Christian. So I held up my hand, put my thumb down, I just—I gave her the thumbs down, thumbs down, and then she had a megaphone in her mouth, or in front of her face, which is interesting because uh, I have some experience in ham and CB radio, I actually am a licensed uh, radio operator, and uh, I know that when it comes to speaking to a microphone, you can't... Hold the microphone right like this. You know, you, you, you know, right now I sound really terrible, really overdriven. Yeah, that that's what you don't do. You don't put the microphone right to your face and scream. You hold it back a few inches like this and you speak kind of normally. Because there is an amplifier circuitry in the megaphone that makes you your voice amplified. Well, I was driving by this lady, and as she as she, she seen me giving me the thumb, giving me giving her the thumbs down, she went. <laughs> it's like, what are you, what lady, what are you saying? I had no clue what she was saying. Um, I thought it was something like he's not a believer or something. That's what I think she was saying, but I really couldn't tell because I couldn't understand her. She was screaming right into the microphone of this megaphone, and it was all overdriven, and just I heard nothing. I mean, the windows were rolled up. It was kind of warm that day, so the windows were rolled up. I had my ACM on in the vehicle, but still, she was screaming something out of the megaphone, and I had no idea what it was. So, And of course, that's part of the division of the country, just what Democrats want, just what progressives want. You know, as I've said before, I believe that at least liberal Democrats they they actually do um, sometimes try to have a debate conversation, talk about the issues. Progressives, if you don't believe what they believe the same way you believe it, they're going to shut you down. They're going to they're going to confront you physically or non physically, or maybe even physically and do bodily harm to you. That's just what they do. It's it's terrible. So it's. Yeah, it just it's it's terrible how they do that, and um, I because I've seen a face, you know, my own face. You know, I've seen that if you don't believe just as they believe, you know, they're gonna make they're gonna put you down. That's just how that's just how they do it. Uh, I've never seen not that it doesn't exist. I've never seen a um, a Republican uh, conservative act that way. And the funny thing about that is I keep on hearing Democrats say democracy, democracy. You know what democracy is? In my opinion, of course, democracy is two wolves and a sheep voting on what's for dinner. Now, who do you think is going to win on that one? It sure won't be the sheep. We are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic. There is a big difference. If it was democracy, then, then the highest populated states would choose the president, the president every single time. That's why the populist count for the president will not work. That's why it's in the Constitution. And the Constitution says we cannot have, because whether you know it or not, the um, the uh, Electoral College was actually a part of the Constitution. That's one reason why they were fighting over not wanting to sign the Constitution to begin with, because, because the big states didn't want it. The little states did. The little states were saying, hey, if we don't sign this and make this Electoral College work, then... We won't have to vote at all because you guys have been voting in the everybody all the time anyway. So they finally, okay, fine, we'll do it. So they put the Electoral College in. Democrats want to abolish that. One thing I think is kind of funny is let's say, which won't happen, but let's say they do find a way to abolish the Electoral College and make it only populist voting. What happens then when a Republican person comes in and wins overwhelmingly popular vote? Then what would the Democrats do? That's what I'm wondering. What would the Democrats do then? Because that means they just uh, they just prove themselves idiots. Because you know, because that's well, that's just who they are, more or less. So uh, uh, anyway, uh, so uh, my idea, pretty much, there is um, is we uh, even though we'd like to think that we are, you know, as the pledge of allegiance says, you know, I pledge allegiance to the flag, United States of America. On my shoulder Yay. <laughs> And you know, to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, you know, under God, indivisible or indivisible under God, anyway. we're supposed to be indivisible. Yes, we have our differences. Yes, we have our complaints, our arguments. We are supposed to come together as one people and and celebrate who we are together. But I mean, I don't I don't know any conservative group that wants people to stay out. I mean, anybody who comes into... Because I've been a part of the Tea Party. I've been a part of Oath Keepers. I've been not really a part of Proud Boys, but I've been around them. (coughs) Excuse me. I've been a part of several groups that people like progressives and liberals would call alt-right, racist, hate groups. You get the idea. And the funny thing is, is a lot of people in these groups are not men. Some aren't Christians. Some aren't white. Some are actually gay. But they still believe in America. They still believe in the, in the respect of America, the belief that of freedom, you can do what you want. I mean, if you like, if you don't like freedom that much, if you want to be, you know, if you want to tell, have the government tell you what to do and whatnot. Well, that's up to you. Go live somewhere else. But this is America. This is America, Jack. So anyway, that's about it for this time. <laughs> You've been listening to from a particular point of view. I am Dale. If you'd like to get a hold of me? Respond, questions, comments, whatever watercoolercomments at gmail.com or watercoolercomments at hotmail.com so until next time have a good one and um yeah just keep yourself going out there and watch out it gets crazy see you next time on from a particular point of view